Hello, everyone, and welcome to this first ever Truth and Rhythm update, where I'm going to speak directly to the audience, uh, tell you a little bit more about the show, myself, and um, make it a more personal connection. So first off, Truth and Rhythm, what's it about? It's about uh, preserving the legacies and um, giving a platform to the great funk, jazz, R&B musicians and figures related to that genre that are fortunately still with us to give us those stories and tell us, you know, the creative inspirations and uh, work and process that went into creating all those great albums and songs that we just all grew up on and love um, and that new people uh, continue to discover all the time, fortunately, and hopefully more so with this program. So it's dedicated to focusing on contemporary music's foremost masters of the groove. That's the tagline. And um, who am I? I am a lifelong music uh, nut, really, um, and also electronics uh, uh, connoisseur or um, aficionado, and uh, spent uh, my formative years digging through record bins um, when vinyl was still uh, the thing, uh, and um, just countless hours in all kinds of record stores growing up uh, in the LA area. I eventually became a disc jockey. I started my own company called Musical Moods, and um, I did all manner of events. And I also worked in clubs around Los Angeles and uh, was a member of the uh, resource and impact record pools. And so I was deep into, uh, you know, dance music, funk, especially R&B, jazz, especially funk-influenced jazz. Also, uh, later on, blues and uh, hard rock, anything with really a lot of rhythmic foundation that gets you moving, gets you right here, and gets you really feeling it. You know, so I wanted to uh, thank everybody for following the program, for supporting Truth and Rhythm. It's been gaining a lot of subscribers, especially over the past year. I started the show in the um, spring of 2017. The first uh, one was Chris Jasper, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member from the Isley Brothers. And now there's been uh, over 70 episodes that have been put together. Most of them are multi-part. It goes deep, you know, deep. That's uh, the hallmark here is, you know, you've got somebody interviewing these guys who has really followed them. And it's not just, um, you know, a superficial, uh, you know, media person interviewing them. It's coming from a base of knowledge and love and passion and um, giving them a forum to take as much time as they need to really convey all the stories and their thoughts and their memories from the road and the studio, um, you know, different personalities, the business side of it, everything, trials and tribulations, conquests. So um, I've been hearing a lot more from fans as time goes on of the program, um, and that's a great thing. Keep writing me. Uh, feel free to reach out to me anytime at Scott G at funkinstuff.net um, and uh, keep it rolling. You know, I also want to wish um, all of you the, the happiest of the holiday season. 
And, uh, you know, for my plug, uh, as you know, I'm the author of uh, Everything Was on the One, The First Guy to Funk, which was a labor of love that I began in the uh, early 1990s. And it took me 25 years to finally finish it and bring it to market. And so you can get that at Amazon. I appreciate, you know, those of you that do. And it makes a nice gift for any, any music fan. One of the recent things that I launched as a spinoff of Truth and Rhythm is something that I call Truth and Rhythm Quick Takes. And that features excerpts, usually ranging from a couple of minutes to maybe 10 minutes from the different interviews to bring out real highlights, you know, from those interviews and to hopefully get some of you that don't have enough time maybe to take in the full interview, which they typically range from like one to three hours, um, broken up into segments. But if you don't have, you know, the full time to do it, then you um, can do it in little bites. And also, uh, when, uh, you know, new fans can be brought in with those. And um, it's also easy to come back and say, hey, you know, I want to uh, find out again how, how Cameo did I just want to be, for example. So it's all there. I'm going to continue to produce those. And um, a recent development, too, is that if you are a subscriber, you get the shows and the quick takes before the general public. So sometimes it's only a day before, but you do get it first. So that's an extra little perk. And, you know, please get friends and family to also subscribe, need that support. Uh, this environment here, this is the Truth and Rhythm uh, Mothership, as I like to call it. And uh, you'll notice a lot of uh, record awards and um, album covers uh, behind me and some of the other things, musical instruments. Uh, I do dabble, unfortunately. Uh, one of my curses is I can't sing. So I think that was a, an element that uh, really pushed me to get into uh, being a DJ also is so I could bring that music to people and share it, uh, even though I can't sing. These are all signed. The record awards are not signed. Um, and they're uh, Princess Parade, uh, Parliament's Mothership Connection, and To the Roof Off the Sucker 45. Um, but the uh, pictures and records are signed uh, from those acts. Over on the other side there, it's hard to see, um, but there's uh, pictures of myself with George Clinton and with Bootsy Collins. You know, I accumulated these while being uh, an entertainment editor for a number of years. And uh, my background is, is in writing and journalism and media besides uh, being in music through DJing and um, you know, I spent time in, in music promotion and doing some Westwood One stuff for radio syndication um, and in uh, music trade publications, you know, all different ways I could get involved in the music industry. And if you go to uh, either YouTube or uh, funkinstuff.net, which is my home base uh, and site, that's uh, F-U-N-K-N-S-T-U ff.net, funkinstuff.net, you will find um, a show that I did in the early uh, 90s called Platter Chatter. And the idea there was for it to be an at-the-movies type of program for albums. And there had, I had never seen that before. I've still never really seen that before. But uh, what's cool is you go back and you watch them. And although um, YouTube made me pull a lot of the... Um, videos and some of the music clips out of it due to copyright issues, which is crazy because 
I had complete blessing and support from all the record labels when I did those shows. But um, anyway, you can enjoy this today. It's a mix. It's got funk. It's got rock. It's got jazz. Everything's in it. So check out those Potter Chatter episodes also. Um, so what am I um, looking to do with Truth and Rhythm? You know what? I'm looking to uh, get to 100, get to 200 shows, to get as many artists represented as possible. And I wanted to share with you uh, some of the artists that I am thinking about, that I have pursued. You know, there's a lot of things and complications with trying to get people on the program. You know, that ranges from sometimes having to deal with management, um, trying to track them down. A lot of these artists, especially from the 70s and 80s that did funk and R&B, you know, they're kind of hard to find now. Um, and, uh, you know, plus the fact that, uh, gosh, these great artists, a lot of them have been dropping like flies the past uh, five years or so. We're starting to lose a lot of them. So I feel like I'm in a race against time in a lot of regards with this. So besides management, some of the other issues are just the technology itself, especially doing mostly with uh, guys who are 50 to 80 years old. And, um, you know, they're intimidated by the idea of um, you know, doing a video interview remotely because um, that's how I do these. I'm actually in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, although I grew up in Los Angeles, moved out here to the East Coast as a lifestyle change in 2006. Um, and I love it out here, but um, I do miss, you know, being connected to the entertainment industry in Los Angeles. And so a lot of these artists are intimidated by the technology and, um, you know, getting them connected. I have to uh, be a, a tech support guy as well. And uh, some of them actually kind of have panic attacks and it takes us sometimes weeks to get it done. And uh, sometimes it never happens because of that. So it's really not very complicated technology, but for these guys, it can be very challenging for them. And then, you know, guys are getting sick. Um, some are busy and still touring. Uh, there's just, uh, you know, numerous, numerous issues. Um, unfortunately, sometimes I get caught up by management who only wants them to do an interview if they have new, a new record coming out, um, which this show is not about promoting new records at all. I mean, it's about the artists themselves and their legacies and careers. Um, if they have something coming out, great. Uh, we want to hear about it, but that's not what's first and foremost here. And another thing that makes truth and rhythm uh, different. So some of the uh, artists that I'm thinking about that I've reached out to, I'm just going to run down to you so you know, because uh, you're probably curious and, and some of them you can look forward to. So, I have, uh, you know, my first and favorite band of all time, aside from P-Funk, and that's the Ohio Players. There's only four uh, originals that are um, still with us, uh, Diamond Chet, uh, Billy Beck, and Merv. And uh, Merv has been, uh, you know, out of music and living in New Zealand. And um, I've communicated with him uh, numerous times. Um, Billy Beck and Chet, I've reached out many times and not been able to get a reply back. Diamond I've communicated with uh, several times, and um, he was willing to do a, a phone interview, but uh, was is one of those guys that doesn't feel comfortable with the video technology, so I continue to pursue 
my beloved Ohio players who have to be represented on Truth and Rhythm. So I want to continue to get more P-Funk guys. I'd like to get George himself, Blackbird, Bootsy, uh, Mudbone, the list goes on and on. And uh, also uh, in contact and working on and getting their engineer from uh, United Sound in Detroit, none other than Jim Vitti. So um, keep, keep your eyes open for that. Um, Frankie Beverly and Mays trying to get their story. Uh, George Johnson I'm in contact with to get the Brothers Johnson story and hopefully that will materialize soon. I've had Larry Dunn on the show to uh, tell the Earth, Wind & Fire story, but still looking to get the other guys on the show. Uh, guys like Al McKay, Philip Bailey, Ralph Johnson, Michael Henderson. I've talked, I've spoken to Michael Henderson, and uh, he's a little bit irascible, and he was another one who who actually didn't want to do video. So um, I'm hoping to go back to him, and maybe uh, he'll change his, his mind and, and do the video. Ray Parker Jr., really hard time tracking him down. Um, reached out many times, hoping to get him. Uh, Herbie Hancock's people um, said he's too busy, so maybe I'll revisit that. Uh, Shaka Khan, Stevie Wonder, these are kind of dream guests that uh, I'd lose my mind if I could have on, but I can dream. Uh, Sheila E., Mavis Staples, Sly Stone, when I had uh, Neftali uh, Santiago from Mandrill on the show, he's actually friends with Sly and um, was hoping maybe, 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 you know. Uh, another dream guest would be Sly Stone. Bill Withers, again, sort of a dream guest, but um, hopefully. Pleasure. Pleasure is a band. Uh, spoken to Marlon McLean numerous times, who worked uh, as, with Pleasure and other uh, great acts. He's uh, declined so far, but I'm hoping maybe he'll change his mind. Been going after uh, Nate Phillips, a great bass player. Um, not been able to uh, to reach him, unfortunately. So still looking to tell the pleasure story. Ronnie Law is a great sax player. Uh, started to do a show with him, and then there was an issue. And so um, it didn't really get off the ground. And still going after Ronnie Law is so looking forward to having him on. Randy Muller, the uh, brass construction leader, um, reached out many times. Um, was hoping to also get the BT Express story from him. And um, I don't know, he doesn't reply. So hoping still to get him. Maceo Parker had been going after him for a long time. I've had Fred Wesley on as the other uh, key member that's still with us from the JB Horns and my favorite sax player of all time. In fact, my son was named after Maceo Parker. Uh, his middle name is Parker and that's why. Um, so been dealing with his manager and he is so busy, he keeps touring. So really hoping to, to have him on. Larry Graham, um, another dream guest, hoping I can get somewhere cool in the gang. Communicated with Cool uh, himself and uh, with others related to the band and still trying to get their management to make it happen. So we'll continue to pursue Cool in the gang. That's one that has to be on Truth and Rhythm. The time, I've already had on uh, Jellybean, and uh, Monty uh, Moyer, and hoping to uh, get Morris Day, Jesse Johnson, Jimmy Jam, and Terry Lewis. The Revolution, I've already had uh, Dr. Fink on, and hoping to get the others too, Brad Mark, David, uh, uh, Bobby Z, and Wendy and Lisa, of course. Stanley Clark, 
uh, one of my favorite bass players of all time after him. Bob James, uh, his people initially said um, no, but uh, now that he has a new record out, especially he's been touring, are hoping to revisit Bob James. Wonderlove, Stevie Wonder's band, looking to have members of them on. Jim Gilstrap was on, and um, he's worked with Stevie Wonder, of course, and was part of that, uh, but hoping to get some other Wonderlove players. Rufus, Rufus has been a real challenge, was in touch quite a bit with Bobby Watson, their bass player, and um, he's not um, come on as I thought he would, and uh, trying to get Tony Maiden, uh, some of the other guys um, that were part of Rufus, but um, that's been a, a big challenge, and Rufus is another one that's gotta be represented on Truth and Rhythm. Moving on down the line, Jeffrey Osborne, is one that I've been pursuing for a long time. They said that uh, when he had his new record out that we would do it. And uh, that record came out now a while ago and still have not gotten Jeffrey Osborne on, although I did get some other original members of LTD to tell that story. Jeff Lorber uh, was uh, in contact with his people, thought we would get him on in um, connection with his album that came out in August, but um, that's still a work in uh, progress. Zap um, was looking to have them on, but the Troutmans um, decided that they didn't want to, you know, do a video. They asked for questions, which I have provided, and I'm still waiting, and hopefully they will maybe send me a video to put on Truth and Rhythm. Fingers crossed. And then the other side of that, the um, Zap members who were not part of the Troutman family, they now have a um, act called uh, Zap Anthology, and been in talks with them and working on getting them on the show. Harvey Mason, after him, uh, another drummer, Lenny White. Uh, Rose Royce was um, thought they were going to be on the show, thought their keyboard player, Michael Nash, was going to be on, and that fell through. And so uh, continue to push and be in contact with them. Rose Royce definitely should be on Truth and Rhythm. Ronald Isley, I had Ernie Isley on, as mentioned before, I've had Chris Jasper, and, um, you know, would like to have Ronald Isley, who's back there uh, with a signed uh, picture from when I interviewed him many years ago in his office. So hoping for Ronald. Uh, Charlie Wilson is another one. I uh, had members of the uh, Gap Band on the show to tell that story, uh, but hoping to get Charlie on as well. Alan Gorey from Average White Band. Another guy that um, was spooked by the video <laughs> so um, and the technology. Did get Hamish Stewart on, who was a great uh, interview and show, and he told that AWP story. But still hoping to get Alan Gorey on. Roy Ayers, a great uh, vibes player. I've been uh, in contact with um, his family and uh, many months now. Uh, still hoping to get him on really soon. Sticks Hooper of the Crusaders, the last surviving member of the Crusaders, would love to tell the Crusaders story on Truth and Rhythm. I uh, was in contact with his manager for, for a long time, and um, it's just, um, it's, it's very challenging. He's a busy guy and uh, still, still pushing there. Michael Cooper of Confunction. We were all set and uh, actually face-to-face uh, -face on video to do the show, uh, sort of like what happened with Ronnie Laws or some issues and we didn't get it off the ground, and then been trying to connect with him and get it done ever since. Did do a Felton pilot on Truth and Rhythm uh, earlier this year to tell the Confunction story, and that was a, a great one too. 
Larry Blackman, the leader of Cameo, of course, uh, been after him and hope to get him on. Have told the Cameo story with Tommy Jenkins, who was on. Andre Simone, uh, Prince's former bass player and uh, went on to produce Jody Watley and record his own records. I hope and have uh, him on as well. And Jody Watley herself. Um, speaking of female vocalists, looking uh, for maybe In Vogue to be on. Um, Leon Silvers, trying to get him on. Uh, he was the writer and producer of so many of the great solar recordings in the early 1980s. We've communicated, but um, just can't seem to get a show scheduled, so continuing to push there. Another sort of dream uh, guess would be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, their autograph picture is also back there. Patrice Russian, another one I've reached out to. Uh, O'Brien, if you remember him, I've reached out to him. Rhonda Smith, former bass player for Prince and uh, of late with Jeff Beck. We have communicated numerous times. I hope and expect her to be on soon. Captain Sky, if you remember him, is uh, sort of a uh, early rap era funketeer. Um, you know, a bit of a novelty act, but a very uh, interesting uh, uh, character. Uh, may have him on soon. The System, that uh, successful uh, duo from the uh, 1980s, they are going to be on, I think, <laughs> very soon. In fact, you'll probably see them before the end of the year. Uh, the Deal, I've been in contact with them. They're reunited minus Babyface and, and L.A. Reid but the other, uh, some other original members and I've been to have them on. Daz Band, uh, I've been talking to uh, Bobby Harris and uh, Skip, um, looking to have them on, hopefully uh, real soon. Same goes for Tony, 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 looking to have um, uh, them on as one of the newer uh, funk R&B bands. Uh, and speaking of, of which, uh, some of the newer groups, um, you know, recently had on Jen uh, Durkin, of um, Deep Banana Blackout and that same similar vein looking to have uh, members of Galactic, Dumpster Funk, Weapon of Choice, spoken to uh, Lonnie about that. Um, of course, did have uh, Jerry Harrison of Slapback on a show, but also looking for um, a Lettuce, Papa Loves Funk. Have actually spoken to Stan and Moore, the drummer of Galactic, and thought that was going to happen, but now it's looking more like uh, it'll be uh, probably early 2019. And even rappers um, interested in having Run DMC, Chuck D, uh, Grandmaster Flash, or Melly Mel, Curtis Blow, who I've reached out to, Beastie Boys, Ice Cube, and so on. Um, that's just a, a good sampling right there. Um, I'll also Starpoint, I didn't mention that. I've been talking to uh, uh, Greg Phillips to get a Starpoint story on the show. And he also is a little hesitant with the video. So, um, yeah, there you know uh, what may be coming soon uh, and what's on my radar. So if there's somebody that you did not hear me mention that you think would be a good guest, or maybe you are that other person who would be a good guest, you know, drop me a line. Okay, now I thought what might be interesting is to uh, read you uh, a passage or two from my book. Um, Everything is on the one, the first guide of funk. Uh, it's got reviews, mostly reviews, uh, lists, stories, uh, all kinds of fun stuff, and a lot of um, background on me, so you can learn more about who I am and um, you know why I have such a, an affinity for this music. Um, 
but reading from the introduction called A Funketeer is Born. Funk is fun, fearless and fancy free, and perhaps too slinky, sneaky, slippery and stinky to conform to a standard definition. It is first and foremost a particular feeling, a really good liberating feeling. Although you may struggle to explain it, there is no ambiguity once it takes hold and digs in. Stevie Wonder, a supremely gifted musician with a depth of inner vision that almost trivializes his lack of outward sight, has always had a unique perspective. In a Rolling Stone interview during the 1990s, he offered his definition of funk. Quote, funk is the soul going deep into itself, end quote, he told the magazine. Quote, it's getting to that place which is the lost part of your soul. It's the great Motown bassist, James Jamerson, and my man, Nate Watts. Sure, it's a good thing. And it's a nasty thing. It's playing between the beats. It's got the complexity of jazz and earthiness of the blues, but it's even more complicated than that. It's got those syncopated complications that make you want to move, end quote, and amen. It took quite a while for funk to gain the respect it deserves. As with most other American music forms of the 20th century, funk remained a predominantly black phenomenon until the white public caught up and embraced it some 20 years after the fact. It had to survive the psychedelic 1960s, the disco 1970s, and the new wave 1980s. Skipping a little bit, this long overdue book is a labor of love from a devout lifelong funk enthusiast. As a teenager growing up in Los Angeles, I first vibed to the sounds of the Ohio players, Stevie Wonder, Earth, Wind & Fire. So by the time George Clinton's mothership landed in 1975, I was more than ready to ride. Not in, well, it's in here at some point, but not here. Um, the first three albums, I often get asked this, and I've posted on social media, but the first three albums I ever got on my own were Stevie Wonder's filling his first finale, Ohio Players Skin Tight, and Parliament's Mothership Connection. So that gives you an idea of where, where I'm coming from. While continuing to gravitate toward anything funky, it was Clinton's Parliament Funkadelic universe that overwhelmed my senses. Not only did their albums contain the most ingenious music of the era, but their wild covers, demented liner notes, colorful characters, and revival-like concerts made it all something grander. It made it a movement. Skipping ahead to another uh, chapter, it's called Stuck in the Middle with Funk. I seized every opportunity to listen to music. And so, when upon entering junior high, also known as middle school, I discovered radios were allowed. My small portable radio and later cassette player became as much a backpack fixture as my textbooks. This is where I became ever more deeply connected to black music and funk through favorites like Average White Band's Schoolboy Crush, The Ohio Players Fire, Colton the Gang Spirit of the Boogie, Earth, Wind & Fire, Shining Star. And skipping down a bit, by the time high school rolled around, technology had progressed and large portable combination stereo radio cassette tape players were all the rage, especially in the black community. The louder and more bass, the better. Cranked up, these things would suck six, eight alkaline D cell batteries dry in a matter of hours. We're talking like that scene on the cover of LL Cool J's 1985 debut album, My Radio. Having saved up about $150, one day 
I rode the city bus many miles from Santa Monica to the electronic district in downtown Los Angeles where I could negotiate the best deal for one of these so-called boom boxes, also known as ghetto blasters. I ended up with an impressive Sanyo model, and from then on, everywhere I went, loud, funky tunes followed. Buying the baddest jams of the day whenever I could and using the high-fidelity home stereo system cobbled together from components I got from my audiophile grandfather, I compiled mixtapes that rivaled the hottest black radio stations. Isley Brothers, Commodores, Barcades, Confunction, Blackbirds, Cameo, Brothers Johnson, Bootsy's Rubber Band, Slave, and so many more were all pouring out of my boombox. The music was so powerful, life-affirming, and pleasurable that I just had to share it with all I could. Even at home, among my friends, I was on a quest to expose and win over as many converts as possible by proselytizing the funky truth. It was religion to me, and I was quite successful in drawing others into the, my funk flock. I'll just stop it there. So a little bit more about me. And, um, you know, as I wrap this up, I wanted to um, find out if you like this direct communication and if you'd like to get more of them from me. Um, not sure what I'll say in them, but, you know, um, post uh, a comment on this video and let me know or drop me a line, as I said, at scottg at funkinstuff.net. And let me know if you like this. And I'll continue to provide uh, personalized updates from time to time. At funkinstuff.net, you'll find a complete listing of all the episodes of Truth and Rhythm. And they're all linked. So it's very handy. And also all of the uh, episodes are there for the uh, Truth and Rhythm quick takes. Um, lots of other cool stuff there, too. But those are some resources that you'll want to uh, bookmark and, and use. You know, let me know which, which shows are your favorites. Um, let me know who else you want to see, as I said. Again, I just want to, uh, you know, thank you. It's wonderful to be able to share this with others who just are as moved and touched by the music as I am. Um, this is a labor of love. It's a passion of mine. And I just want to give back to all these artists and their music that have made my life that much more worth living and have gotten me through hard times, have made the good times that much better. And I just don't know where I would be. I don't even want to think about where I would be without that music and especially without the funk. It is my lifeblood. So this is part of my life's work. And uh, with that, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the support. Happy holidays. And, um, you know, I also want to mention that uh, sometimes, you know, I, the show normally premieres to everybody, 7 o'clock on Wednesdays. So um, sometimes if I'm traveling, that will be skipped. And if there's not any shows in the pipeline at that time, it'll be skipped. But I'll try to at least post a quick take for that Wednesday if there's not a new show available. And so uh, with that, as always, hopefully you know the catchphrase by now, and that is Scott Dr. G.X. Goldfine saying, keep on vibrating to the rhythm of the one.